This week's episode of Not a Football Podcast is brought to you by Home Sweet Home 2.me. Do you ever wish that you were on old Rocky Top out in the Tennessee hills? Are you tired of smoggy smoke and telephone bills? And of course, there's your old love from Rocky Top. Wild as a mink, but sweet as soda pop. Do you still dream about that? Let us take your wardrobe back to Rocky Top, Tennessee at homesweethome2.me. Homesweethome2.me. We're back. Not a football podcast nine. I'm Jesse. Rick's here. Grace is here. We're here in Rocky Top again because we're still sponsored by homesweethome2.me. And because you're Tennessee Volunteers, <laughs> where you can get these orange checkerboard pants that I'm going to put on my head here for this. They are the number one team in the college football rankings. Oh, wow. I look like Yasser Arafat with that whole thing going on. That's not, not a look. There we are. Grace is back. Fritz here. I said that. Kaylin, unfortunately, um, has come down with the novel coronavirus. We hope for a speedy recovery for her. And we are here oh in college football playoff rankings season. At last. So I have to start briefly. That um, I was at dinner with my parents this weekend. My mom turns to me and goes, "Have you seen Tennessee?" And <laughs> <laughs> in, in a tone that I cannot quite replicate, but I can only only describe as. Um, the same way that you turn to someone at church and say, have you seen Linda? When she's like, she's like going through some shit and just got a divorce, like very concerned. And I was like, yeah, I know. I don't, I, I'm not, I don't think I like it. And she was just like, oh. just sort of sighed heavily and shook her head. And then we went on with dinner and I just <laughs> felt like I needed to share that, uh, that opinion on Tennessee with the world. Oh. I, I think in this case, Linda was going through some shit and uh, now has hooked up with uh, trying to think of a non-objectionable uh, man. It's really difficult. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, has has moved on to bigger and better now. And she's like living it up. She's doing Instagram selfies at Cabo. <laughs> Linda is living her best life. Yeah. In orange and white checkerboard pants that don't look good on your head. Uh. (laughs) It's the Yasser Arafat reference. Is that one of those, like, you have to be uh, at least maybe 35 to really get that? Like, do the kids know who Yasser Arafat is? I don't even know. I don't know who that is. All right. He's a guy. Uh... (laughs) Big, big Middle East peace talks. Guy. Did he? He won a Nobel Peace Prize, didn't he? Um, uh, did, did he co-win one with? Uh, I think that was with Netanyahu. Yeah. Was it Netanyahu or was it Shimon Perez? Oh, good question. This is no. I, I don't think Bibi Netanyahu won a Nobel Peace Prize. That couldn't possibly be. <laughs> well. It was well, it was I Shimon Peres. Obama won one. He the shit out of everybody for for eight years. So, um, yeah. I mean, okay. we established that the Nobel Peace Prizes were like a little bit of like a vibed base. Yeah. <laughs> Endeavor as well. No. Just kind of feeling it out. I I feel though like yeah Netanyahu would have been a little more controversial um, that he had yeah, won that's, one that's and then a, had the massive heel turn. Well, um, you know. Let's see here. Arafat Nobel Prize. Uh, yeah, Yitzhak Rabin and Shimon Perez. Uh, so it was a it was a, a trifecta. Yasser Arafat. Um, his official title was President of the Palestinian National Authority. I would not have uh, not have gotten that right. Uh, Wikipedia also lists him as the third chairman of the PLO, in which he was in office from 1969 to 2004. I didn't realize that the PLO continued after that and is it still is is the plo still active uh 
yeah, that's a, I, I, I should, I feel like I should know more about this. And I, don't, I guess it so. is. It's current, current chairman is Mahmoud Abbas. All right. Well, good, good for them. All right. PLO continuing to this day, uh, and you know, doing their thing. Um, who else is doing their thing? Uh, that's, that's an opportunity <laughs> for a segue. Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee is doing their thing, and, and they'll be doing their thing against uh, number three, Georgia. Number three? I don't even... I, yeah. I had it on my phone, but my phone went to screen lock. Um, oh, no. And that's how much these rankings matter, because it's... Yeah, it's Tennessee's one, Georgia's three, um, Ohio State's two, Michigan's five. Clemson's four, uh, so basically it's like, hey, Clemson, uh, so long as you don't fuck it up and lose to somebody, uh, you'll be in. Uh, Bama's six, ready to be there if, if somebody else fucks up. TCU's in the old Big 12. Uh, you know, you're eight no, but you're number seven, and yeah. multiple teams ahead of you are going to have to lose, and even then we're going to find a way to make you number five. Yep. Um, and then we have some Pac-12 teams for comedy's sake. And then, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, let's let's be really real about the Pac-12 situation here. And then we get to the team that has the uh, the best shot to win it all, uh, win out, and and you go to the playoff, you go to the national championship. Uh, you don't even have that hard of a task. I mean, it is a very very hard task. You're going to have to beat uh, multiple excellent teams and win playoff games. Uh, but yeah, Brian Kelly's got a two loss team that can win out and be national champions. I don't Same like that. I don't, I don't want like that, that at like all. That. But no, it's, it's unsettling, but it's Brian true. Kelly doing well at LSU. It's just, I don't, I don't, Ugh. I don't like it. It feels, it feels weird. No, he'll, They'll they'll lose to Bama this weekend. He'll he's he'll never be able to coach against a Bama a Nick Saban team. He's terrified of Nick Saban. I think that I mean you have to that think, gets in right? his head. Like I think that he cannot outcoach Saban. I just don't think he can. Having been a massive fan of a team he coached for a decade, <laughs> right? Like even if you close the talent gap, I still don't think. I mean, because I think fundamental, like, as we know, Saban has this thing down to an absolute, like, it's a well oiled machine. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's a science. Yeah. And there's there's no margin for error. But. But. It's not not impossible. I mean, like you were saying last week. LSU. It's not impossible. It's under the lights. But Bama. it is Brian Kelly. It is Brian Kelly, but this is not. And I, I think we saw it against Tennessee that even I I will heed Paul Feinbaum's warning on this. And you know, it's one of those where it's like I happened to be in the barber chair before the Tennessee game, and Paul Feinbaum was arguing with Stephen A. Smith on first take, which is you know every, every couple of weeks that's I how he would play nobody first take. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but. You know, Feinbaum's sitting there and, and Stephen A's going, ah, Alabama's got this. They always tease you. And then they, you know, they roll over. And Feinbaum's like, yeah, this is not the regular Alabama team. This is That's like, fair. and if Bryce Young's not like now Bryce Young is healthier, but like, there's always a question. Mm-hmm. Um, like Alabama's as gettable as Alabama gets. I think, especially when you're talking about it being an LSU home game at night. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, then they would only have to play one of Tennessee or Georgia. Yeah. Whereas the the hardest, ironically, I don't think, I don't think beating Alabama is actually the hardest part of this scenario. I think it's catching lightning in a bottle twice. Yeah. Is the, is, is the, the 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 biggest hurdle? It's not mm-hmm. just that they have to beat Bama. It's that then there's then there's the the ultimate boss <laughs> at yeah. the end of the at the end of the line for them. So, but I mean, but again, like I don't want to say it's I don't want to say it's impossible. And I will say that fundamentally, 
the SEC and college football in general is more entertaining when you can have this conversation with a straight face and true and actually feel like there is a reasonable chance that those pieces could fall into place in a particular way that does not end with Alabama winning a championship. I mean, there's you're you're describing final boss and not saying Alabama, so that's already uh, right. a, a big change. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Wait. That, that Alabama is not the ultimate challenge is like yeah, insane. So let's say if Tennessee loses, is there a way that three SEC teams end up in the like? Is there a scenario in which that happens? Or Tennessee? I think if. If Tennessee, Tennessee beats loses, Georgia. Yeah. Or, yeah. Whoever, yeah. whoever, um, if they're wins, all three, whoever, uh, wins the SEC East loses yeah. the conference title game. Right. Then you have Tennessee and Georgia each with one loss. One loss. Alabama with one loss. Yeah. I don't know. So you'd have Tennessee and Georgia with one loss, and then the, the winner of the conference who would be going. Right. Would either Alabama or LSU or, right. or Ole Miss. Mm, or Ole Miss, Miss. Can't count them out. Ole Miss, yeah. You know, just because they never done it before doesn't mean. <laughs> Could always be their year. You never know. <laughs> They're also, they, they are also, we'll I'm sure talk about this more next week. They're also in the get Alabama position. Coming to their place, Alabama coming in off of the LSU game and Ole Miss being off of, uh, <clears throat> well, the, a bye. Uh, again, this phone should not keep going to the lock screen. Yeah, off a bye. They're they're Lane and the boys not playing this week. That's their secret. They're off this week. <laughs> um, it's real interesting, and there's not a lot of real interesting out there. Other than that, but I yeah, could it could it be three? Because all right, Notre Dame's not in the mix. Mm-mm. But Clemson, Ohio State, and Michigan. Let's say those are our other three in the top All right. six. So Clemson loses. To who? That's Any- my problem. I don't want them. In, I, I don't think they belong in the top four. Anybody. Notre Dame's our best chance. And Notre Dame lost at home to Marshall. Right. I mean, as a huge Irish fan, I'd love to see them beat Clemson. I'd love to see Clemson lose as two yeah. separate occasions. They're coming together this weekend, but I don't know that it happens. Um. It could happen. I mean, who else is on Clemson? South schedule? Carolina, yes. Louisville, and Miami, Florida. Those are yeah, all. That's a, yeah. that's a, that, I mean, Those are all games on the schedule. <laughs> that they are. That they are. Right. I don't know. Well, maybe South Carolina can pull off a miracle. We'll see. Yeah. The South Carolina that just lost to Mizzou at home. Yeah, that yes. would be the one. Yeah. Yes, that one. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Cost us money too. Great. We'll get to that. Serves <laughs> me right for ever thinking they could do something correct. We we were all over the place last week. With yeah, that was like it was not our best work. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. Not a single. It's a new, uh, it's a new week. It's a new week. Miami going through fourteen, twelve, and four overtimes to oh my push. God. Like, come on, to push. <laughs> 14 12 and four overtimes. Uh, all right. So, yeah. Well, it, would the committee do three SEC teams before one Pac 12 team? I think yeah. that's. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Without a doubt. Yeah. 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 Three I SEC teams in Ohio that. State or Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Look, because let's be real here. I say this coming from Pac 12 country. Nobody gives a shit. Like, yeah. If you're thinking of it from from a purely like political fan engagement, whatever level, no one cares. I think if USC or UCLA had like ended up going undefeated, you know, they would have had to. But with one loss, like sure. you're just out. Like you're just not in. Like even yeah, with with that strength of schedule, and then right, all these other teams that are in a similar position. Like, come on. Yeah. If Oregon is undefeated in conference, like yeah, UCLA, that would be interesting. UCLA both have conference losses, right? If Oregon wins out and their only losses to Georgia at the beginning, they'll have a win over Utah. Then they'll have a win over uh, a decent looking Oregon State team. Yeah, they beat UCLA. But, 
by quite a bit, I think. Yeah. And, you know, they would have to win the, the title game, too, over yeah. USC or UCLA. So that's respectable. I don't think they're going to get there. Like, they, the, the committee clearly said, like, it's the SEC champion. It's whoever wins Michigan, champion. Ohio State. Yeah. It's yeah. Clemson if they make it. And then there's a fourth spot. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Is that four spot like maybe Oregon could snag it, but it's just as likely a third SEC team. Yeah. I think the most likely scenario in the Pac-12 is that they just play spoiler for each other. <laughs> yeah, it always like the big Big Twelve too. Right, always like they're just, they're gonna get in each other's way enough that nobody can yeah. actually get far enough ahead to steal that last spot. Yeah, and that's that's where like TCU really gets screwed by its own conference being the shit show that it is. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, and the PAC 12 is this way too now without divisions. Um, and like somebody, there's a lot of ills about divisions, but to set up your system so that, you know, your conference, like this is the same problem with the, the one bid conferences in basketball that have a you know have conference tournaments which they all do now because they get the tv money from it um is that you're putting a better chance of not sending your best team like clemson will play unc and well i okay there's nobody who's any good in the, the acc yeah it's um, gonna be clemson, UNC, god yeah. remember when they used to be good at things yeah uh, okay michigan's not gonna have to play ohio state a second time or ohio state is not gonna true. have to play michigan a second Ooh, time that's true. right TCU is going to have to go play Kansas state or somebody like right. maybe Texas getting their shit together. Yeah. Um, they, they get like an additional really hard game instead of an additional, like, Oh, yeah. you got, you know, right. Some, some cupcake. Right. We're going to pay you $3 million to come get. Me. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. if you win, it doesn't do you a whole lot of good. Cause you have the other conference right. championship going, going at the same time. Like you're supposed to win that game. Right. And if you lose, you might be losing out on one of the New Year's Six at that. You are losing out on one of the New Year's Six at that point because whoever beat right. you is going to that New Year's mm-hmm. Six. Whereas, right. like, you know, when Alabama loses the SEC title game to Tennessee, Tennessee beats them for a second time just to consolidate that and really make Nick Saban miserable going into the New Year's Day. <laughs> um, but the rest of them will spend New Year's Day, you know, at the Orange Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Everybody else in Alabama will be like, ah, "Fuck you! We don't care. We're playing in the Orange Bowl, and uh, they're going to lose by seventeen points to whoever it is." Uh, you know, Utah or something is actually like fired up to be there and wants to kick them in the pants a whole lot. Yeah, that's, really. that's our chance to play Alabama. It's awesome. That's always fun. I love Alabama. Doesn't show up for the bowl game gets its ass kicked and then like has to rationalize like we weren't even trying. It doesn't matter. Right. You still, you were there <laughs> yeah. in front of everybody right. on a holiday right. on national television. Mm-hmm. We all saw it. Right. And then they inevitably want to blame whoever sits up the bowl because they're going to the draft rather than saying like, look, if you're telling me that you are so much better than everybody else, like you should be able to beat this team. Even if you are down a couple of people, like yeah, get your shit best- together. Best coach since God. Like, come on. Saban's probably better because God's in the past and Saban's been able to innovate. Like, I don't think God mm-hmm. ever coached football. Like, kind of fucked off from humanity <laughs> once. Uh, <laughs> Give me the you're, you're, letterman on Twitter. You're out of here. You're yeah, out of the garden. Yeah. How uh, many yeah. SEC championship rings does God have? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't you know. Uh, None. God doesn't join a conference. <laughs> God's so the ultimate true. independent. Dude, true. <laughs> Got me there. <laughs> one year one year in the ACC was enough for God. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. That, that really is a, <laughs> a fair description of the ACC, too. Like, Touched by divinity for one single season, and <laughs> just like never, never quite able no, to get there again. Yeah, we're washing our hands of this nonsense. Dabo <laughs> keeps insisting that he's the like got the real thing with him, but no, no. 
We all know Dabo's a false right, prophet. He's been abandoned <sighs> in, he does, in the wilderness and he doesn't even know it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Number four. What's he going to complain about? Up being ranked higher? That's insane. I can't believe they're four. They're not good. Yeah, that, that feels bugs a me. They, I mean, they, they bailed out by the rest against Syracuse. They oh. went to overtime with Wake Forest. Who else did they beat? Um, no. Well, they they played somebody. I don't know. They stink. They they will either get themselves take. I, I wonder what they do at quarterback though. I know. I'm curious. Yeah. DJ seems too risky at this point. Yeah. And I don't and think you- Devil likes him. That's that's still my theory. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Like I think you're right about that. Yeah. Once no, he took that Dr Pepper money, you can't yeah. you can't be in mm-hmm. fans, Bill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dabo's not here for Fansville. Oh God! Um, it's interesting too. I mean, last time ND and Clemson played, he at Notre Dame Stadium, he had to come in. Trevor Lawrence was going through COVID protocols, so he's lost there before. That's right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know yeah. if they put him in again this weekend. And Notre Dame getting it together, sort of. Arguably, I mean, they did. Rather handily beat the team that and beat the team in their like beat Syracuse in the dome, yeah. After Syracuse had given Clemson quite yeah. a bit of work, yeah, in mm-hmm. Death Valley, definitely. Um, oh, yeah, they, so Syracuse good test for the transitive for property, yeah. It hopefully yeah. it is, <laughs> fingers crossed, yeah. Go Irish. Know, That's uh, interesting. What what interesting? I know thing we got the whole country behind us that, this weekend. Yeah, now America's now that we're team. out of we're out of playoff contention, everybody right. wants us to win. Get Clemson right. out of there. Yeah. Like any fort in the start. That's the moral of the story here. Exactly. Yeah, we and we don't need like the two week build up of like. That's the other thing. Like it, it the other reason to expand the playoff is um, less Dabo time. Yeah. Like for the month of December. Like get me a system where that guy can get like balanced by the Mac champions in uh you know the second week of December. Seriously. That would be awesome. Yeah. It's Miami, Ohio walking into Clemson. Come on. Beating them ten to nine. I awesome. see two line Clemson this year. Yeah. I love it. Uh yeah, Tulane coming up. Where's yeah, the, them, Illinois. Got some new faces around here. Yeah, we love that. Could Illinois make the playoff? One no. loss to Indiana. Mm-mm. They're not competing with other one-loss teams with that. But if they have the win over Ohio State or Michigan. Yeah, that's fair. If they, if they'd have to yeah. beat, they have both of them. Uh. I don't think they do. They definitely have Michigan. They they close with Northwestern. I know that. Okay, that's true. They they have oh they have Purdue and Michigan back to back weeks. Those are, that's going to be tough. All right. Mm-hmm. So if they beat Purdue, they beat Michigan. That takes Michigan out of the conference title game, especially because yeah. then Michigan goes to Ohio State and loses. Yeah, won't they won't be able to come back from that if they lose? Um. All right. So then, mm-hmm. Illinois with one loss to Indiana. Which, and a conference title. Conference title and wins over Michigan and Ohio State. I Yeah, I don't think you keep them out. I don't think it's going to happen, but I don't think you keep them out. It's going to yeah. happen either. That's what first, November 1st is when no, we're That's what it's this, for. And that is when we get to. It's for all the crazy. It's, it's 11 yeah. slash 1, so that's when all of the eyes are lined up. And that's uh, Illinois, Illini, mm-hmm. it's all. It's the perfect day for Illinois football, and uh, it's all downhill from here. Ooh, how about this? One loss, North Carolina makes it to ACC, win over Mm -hmm. Clemson. I don't like that theory, but it could happen. Oh, my God. Can you imagine North Carolina? Oh, my God. I'm still confused by, by the fact that we may be living in a world where North Carolina is better at football than basketball. I, Seriously, like that—that that, I—that feels uncomfortable. 
Actually, I, I want to see North Carolina, Tennessee, because I want to see if somebody can score 100 in a playoff game. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Like, what is the maximum number of receiving yards in one game? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's the best way to find out. What we're here to find out. Uh, it's. In the name of chaos, though, on that topic, I do have to briefly mention, because I imagine no one else watched this game, Fresno State played for San Diego State last week. Uh, Correct. The triumphant return of uh, the one true son, Jake Hayner. The, one of the more ridiculous fourth quarter comebacks I've seen. Uh, two touchdowns in 13 seconds. Mm-hmm. 13? Just 13 seconds. Oh, my God. Fourth quarter, touchdown, onside kick, recovered, touch immediately for a touchdown. No way. Like, it, it was like it was like playing, uh, like, a, it was video game shit, where, like, mm-hmm. that, yeah. that's, that's the goofy play calling that you're like, well, maybe this will work, because it's, like, the very right. end of the game, and what else you have to do, and then it works. So, uh, go dogs! Shout out to Jay Kaner, who I just, uh, find intensely entertaining to watch. That's that's good. I have no further comment on that. I'm glad that you enjoyed that because I didn't even know that it happened until now. That game had escaped my attention, and that uh, is um, well. Look, the, the Mountain West lives lives in our little uh, Pac-12 After Dark shadow. So, but I but I will say that I actually think Mountain West After Dark is more entertaining football than most of the Pac-12 After Dark games. The Pac-12 is... It's not good. Yeah, it's, it's not good. It's a its a grim scenario, and I cannot even comp- fully comprehend what that's going to look like once they lose the only schools that are any good. <laughs> it's going to look worse. Um <laughs> Right. You know, I, I, I was, it's just I was because such a wildly uncompetitive conference when you <laughs> when you start taking because the the yeah. like sort of yeah. the mid the mid and bottom tier of that conference is so bad. It's grim. Like it's yeah. not hell. It's, it's Arizona yeah. and Arizona State are both barely divisional football. Colorado Edwards all the way down. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Herm. Why is he still doing this? <laughs> that, that's like an existential question at this point. Like, what's in this for him? Going four and seven every year. And yeah. For a guy who plays to win the game at that, like, maybe stop playing. Maybe it's find not- a different game to play to win. Yeah, it just sort of defy the common, like the conventional wisdom of like, oh, oh, like they all want to win, like that's all they're all here for. Like nobody's, you know, nobody is is content to just like settle for whatever. Like that that narrative of like everybody goes into it thinking that they can win every year. Do they? Do they though? Like I feel like this is a situation that really kind of flies in the face of that. <laughs> What what is Arizona State's goal for a year? To be less embarrassing than the Coyotes? Like yeah, no. <sighs> to launder more money than the Coyotes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's a tall order. I mean that's true, but at this point, Arizona State is laundering money via the Coyotes and their arena being the Coyotes Arena. So they've right. Which is joined money laundering the- forces, and that, <laughs> I think, <laughs> means to me that the Coyotes are really a subsidiary of Arizona <laughs> State's far more established and powerful money laundering operation, which is all run through parking enforcement. <laughs> All parking tickets. Uh, just reminds me of when the Dodgers got sold and there was all that shit about Frank McCourt wanting to keep the parking lot. <laughs> That's what it all comes from. 
<laughs> oh God. Uh, uh, we should. All right. So we we feel confident that we're going to have a similar playoff discussion next week. Although we'll, we will have more resolution on the SEC East, Definitely. which is uh, very interesting. We'll and, have a valuable data point. And fine. <laughs> um, so now we can revisit uh, what happened last week. And but I, my theory on this is um, we have well varied theories. Um, one theory, though, is um, we were talking about UConn and, and how they had never beaten BC and how um, you know, they, their last Power 5 win was against Virginia six years ago. Um, and I think that that was when the COVID got into Keelan's body and, and made her talk us out of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to blame uh, SARS-CoV-2, the novel coronavirus, <laughs> for uh, what happened there. Um, and then we like, we got a push out of Virginia, but also we picked Virginia. And we picked South Carolina. And we did. And we involved we did. ourselves with another Iowa game, which is... Never smart. Look, that is the one that I am most personally offended by. I'm going to be real. Like the yeah. other ones, okay, fine. Those were reasonable picks. They didn't pan out, but I don't, even in retrospect, I don't feel like they were terrible choices. We had solid no, 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 no. The Iowa thing, that is the universe like screwing with us personally, I feel like at this point. There is no but other the, explanation for that. The <laughs> one that got me most of all was... Here we are. We're sponsored by Home Sweet Home. To me, we got Addy doing that great read at the top of the show. We got Rocky Top playing twice on that episode. I won't do that to you again, Britt. I won't make you hear Rocky Top for a fourth time in a span of like 140 hours. We won't do that. But we picked against Tennessee. What are we thinking? And of course, they went out and beat the snot out of Kentucky. What What were we thinking about? Yeah, um, that that was that was our our definitely our most egregious <clears throat> choice. Like that was. But the other thing was that I I really screwed it up. Um, and oh, speaking of callbacks to last week, I've got the Citronaut shirt on this time. You can see him. Oh, it's really very is good. Very uh, it's great. Very good. Like, <laughs> we we are not sponsored by Homefield Apparel, but we we endorse them. Um, or I endorse I was just them. unpacking my hoodies today because it's finally oh. cold and it rained today, and was like, "Wow, I have spent uh, a lot of money with the good brand, and yeah. I regret none of it." <laughs> no, it's all it's all good stuff. Um, and yeah, like I've said before we aspire to be uh, what what you wear when you don't want to get the. Uh, the home field stuff uh, dirtied up with uh, various tailgating fluids, whatever, <laughs> condiments or what have you. Um, For when you know you're going to run into some buffalo sauce and some barbecue. That, that's, yes, that's where you know, we are. You don't want beers on your home field stuff. Save that for the, for the Willits Pen Apparel. Uh, so I think that the other the other place that we went wrong with the vibes picks last week was that we were mired in in the field of bad vibes in the Iowa Northwesterns in the Mizzou South Carolina that nobody like nobody should bother themselves with that so um, so this week I, I've found us a better theme for better vibes <laughs> and hopefully we will we will do better with that. Um, we we are going with various teams who are trying to reach bowl eligibility uh, with their sixth win of the season. Uh, there are four SEC teams uh, trying to do that, um, and, and then a potpourri variety of teams also uh, looking to get bowl eligibility. So we will not be seeing Texas A and M on this list uh, <laughs> as they are. Uh, three and five, which uh, that's the other thing that, that we haven't talked about. Uh, three and five, one and four in conference gets you fired. If you're at Auburn, uh, oh, yep. you, hey. uh, still, still getting paid 95 mil if you're in College Station. <laughs> Unreal. Brian Harson doesn't have to coach against Mississippi State this week. I, 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 I two things. Uh, one, Coaching at Auburn is the best financial decision anyone can make, apparently. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable That's return right. on investment. Um, and two, I, I do uh, 
stand by my statement from several weeks ago that I do think Auburn may actually be the worst job in college football. I think I may have been right on that. Yeah, I mean, you can get fired before you even have a chance to lose to Mississippi State. <laughs> There's that, but I mean, yeah, the the expectations versus reality that that has to be central to that discussion is definitely there. It's yeah, it's it's pretty pretty harsh. And the other thing is that the whole Auburn chaos agent thing is true, uh, both on the field and off. In that every time they hire a coach, the hiring is chaotic and messy. The firing is disastrous and messy. And yeah. every time it's like a fun new adventure. And how can this be just the most awful thing possible? Like they find a new way to make this horrifying every time. It's really kind of impressive. Yeah. I, I I hesitate to see where they go next. <laughs> the the part because... that I still can't get over is the fact that in the press release about the fact that they were hiring hiring a new coach, they <laughs> Brian Harson's name isn't even in the press release. Oh. oh my god, that was the crazy part. Why why are you hiring a new coach? I no one thought you had ever, one. <laughs> right, no one has ever been fired that hard that publicly like you didn't just get fired you got like eternal sunshine of the spotless minded out of the program (laughs) like you just didn't exist anymore could you eternal sunshine of the spotless mind the entire auburn program Mm. i mean they probably should let's be real (laughs) it might be better for everyone (laughs) at least bring it back to a non Cam Newton timeline so mm-hmm. that I now see, I want to see the, although timeline. I don't know because you would think that the, that the cam title would, would at least be their flags fly forever. And the yeah. fact that they beat Alabama every four years, every five years, like right. nobody beats Alabama as much as them. But one of, one of my great, uh, like, alternate history questions is still what happens if Cam Newton doesn't get pissed off and leave Florida. <laughs> like that's, that's such a, uh, like a butterfly, butterfly flaps his wings, like trickle down of absurdity for both programs and like the conference as a whole for just years after that. Hmm. Who's coaching Florida now in that scenario, do you think? If you game that out. Oh, wow. Also, they they gave a pretty good acquittal of themselves in the cocktail party, like all things considered. Uh, it was it was not as terrible as it could have been. Your your feeling was that they were going to be ground into a fine paste was the words that you used. Yeah, I know, and um, I I stand that was that. not what that happened. Was, so yeah, no, that was not what happened. <laughs> I think anytime you can go to Jacksonville and and walk out not embarrassed, um, really in any way, that's uh, and you know that wasn't where the the off the field fight of the week was. Yeah. Hey, we love Uh, that. Uh, Florida did have someone uh, unceremoniously released from the program, but. Okay. But that's just Florida. That happens. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like, look, we, uh, we haven't yet found out that it was for credit card fraud this time. So. So there's that. There's that. So <laughs> this sport is just really truly uh the most disastrous thing. So I think our our good strategy here let's let's just go through these SEC games first because we talked a lot about that conference and, and I feel like that's where the action is in this sport right now. Um it's the best league with the most competition and that includes um in the middle of the pack where we find uh these teams trying for their sixth win this week. Um, I have my own personal favorite out of these four, but I'm, I'm curious to see where you guys land. 
We've got Mississippi State, uh, 10.5-point favorites against the new coach, uh, Auburn Tigers. These these are lines from the other day. I'm not sure how up-to-date they are. Um, got South Carolina given 7.5 at Vanderbilt, uh, which you would leave that there. Uh, Arkansas, two-touchdown favorite against Liberty. And Kentucky, minus two at Mizzou. Um, I actually like a couple of those. Kentucky's only minus two at Mizzou. I guess Mizzou's been better lately, but still. Mizzou is coming off of a win against a ranked team. Yeah. At the time of the win. Honestly, I'm impressed because they looked like, that was not pretty early on. Yeah, I don't know if they're any good, but uh, so let's see here. They are, but they certainly seem to be less bad than they were. So that's nice they, for them. They are less bad, and uh, oh, and and the other game, yeah, uh, UConn BC last week uh, got us because um, again, I came in saying like, ah, BC's been shaving points. Why did I convince myself that BC was going to stop shaving points? <laughs> they didn't just continue shaving points they stopped scoring points altogether they got three points against UConn yeah that four and five possibly on their way to a bowl UConn by the way Mississippi State line is up to 13 against Auburn now okay which is interesting I feel like I don't know if this is the case with Auburn but so many teams have that you know kind of crazy good week right after the coach is fired it's not out of the question that's true yeah, I feel like this is a good chance to um, practice uh, some some of what we didn't practice last week when we bet on an Iowa game, um, <laughs> which is to stay away from the team that we have ragged on a whole bunch and will uh, absolutely yes. uh, torture us when given the chance, and that we have dubbed a chaos agent. Yeah, sure. yeah. Why Why would we mess with them? Why did I put them on the list? Um, well, you know. And the line's moving? Ooh, somebody's getting... Yeah, that, that that's going to be a middle for somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's going to happen there. Um, yeah, the one that I liked was Liberty. It was uh, Liberty losing by mm-hmm. two touchdowns. I, I don't know if Arkansas is really 14 points better than them, yeah, but I sure I want to root for so. Liberty to get its ass whipped. Yeah, I mean, Liberty getting its ass whipped is like always the move, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would also like to point out uh, re the Boston College UConn game. I said it up double check because I couldn't remember. Uh, Fresno State did drop 14 on UConn. And and BC's out here like not even be able to muster a touchdown. That's just come on. Yeah, um, I I realized that there is the potential that UConn will be playing at Army um, in their season finale to become bowl eligible because Ooh. UConn, after playing UMass, and you know I don't want to count. Uh, Huskies chickens before they hatch, but it's UMass, um, a team that UConn beats on the regular. Um, <laughs> the team that UConn beats. Yeah. On. The team that UConn beats on the regular. Uh, and then they have Liberty, um, Interesting. which which means that you know if they go one and one in those games, uh, the game against Army will determine UConn's bowl eligibility. And I think that I might have to go to that. I've never been to a game at West Point. And and that seems like a time to go and uh, root against the United States. Mm-hmm. Always. How does that go? Connecticut versus United States. It's like a Supreme Court case. Connecticut versus <laughs> Army. Uh, the, the rare Fourth Amendment case. Connecticut versus Army. Don't see a lot of them. So, speaking of the Fourth Amendment, uh, no, am I even thinking of the correct amendment? Which one is the fourth? That's that's the the quartering soldiers one. Yeah, that might be the yeah. third. 
Oh, it's for, unreasonable searches and seizures. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Fourth they, Amendment is a reasonable search and seizure. The Third Amendment is the quartering of soldiers. Uh, so Connecticut versus Army, a Third Amendment case. Um, <laughs> speaking of the Fourth Amendment, uh, the Fourth Amendment being uh, the right of people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures. Uh, the stay off my property game of the week, Kentucky Mizzou. I, I, think I like Mizzou here. It's crazy. I like Mizzou to, to mess it up for Kentucky. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Kentucky's coming off a six point performance against Tennessee. Yeah. I don't think rough. they're really feeling so good right now. And Missouri's coming off a couple, like, you know, pretty big. Big yeah, wins for and big and They've they've had a like a confidence building. They're getting it together. Yeah. I think you know. I don't know. Could be I, wrong. Always could be wrong. But no. But I I I think that's pretty solid reasoning. Though I feel like they're just trending in opposite direction. Yeah. So the exactly. question is always yeah. like, where in the crossing of streams are we? Right. But yeah, I mean, it is it has not been pretty for. Kentucky very recently and Mizzou has put it together. Like I said, they looked real bad early in the year. But I mean they yeah, they, they only it, lost they to Florida to by one touchdown. Yeah. They haven't lost by more than one score since September seventh. No, since September tenth, since week two. Wow. Missouri has been covering. All right. Mizzou it is. Yeah. All right. I'm convinced. All right. We go on to our potpourri. A game that I cannot believe is on national television. Florida State is favored by eight and a half points at Miami. Oh, God. That's going to be on ABC. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Why? Do they think this is 1985? Like, <laughs> right? When was the last time this game was something that Seriously. national television wanted to watch? I don't know how they wound up with that. Um Just... I guess because Notre Dame is home against Clemson. Notre Dame also um, attempting to reach eligibility with this, yeah, and they're four—they're only four-point underdogs at home in a game that is our best chance to get rid of Clemson with everybody on Notre Dame's side. I mean, I feel like the uh, vibes are strongly, strongly on Notre Dame's side here. I hope so. All right, let's go. That is said, so we will uh, boldface the Irish there. Um, I was just speaking of rooting against the United States of America. Uh, That is impossible to do in the Air Force (laughs) versus Army game where uh, the Falcons are six and a half point favorites. Really? And I'm going to steer as clear as well as Purdue, Iowa. Oh, God. Purdue should cover the four, but they should. (laughs) But but also it's Purdue. Purdue, It's Iowa. Also, I don't trust Iowa now. I've been burned. No. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I don't trust Nebraska or Minnesota. So let's yeah, let's go with uh Yeah, let's 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 go with We, we got Air Force <laughs> Army and Florida State Miami, which is really um two sides of the same coin. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Florida versus the military, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you put it like that, that's probably yeah. It would take the Air Force and the Army to contain the nineteen eighty five version of Florida State and Miami. That it so would. that's uh, <laughs> Multiple military branches called in. <laughs> Surprisingly, not the Navy, but uh, you know, I I don't know what to make of any of this. I don't either. I haven't been following the um, the military schools much this year, to be honest. So I'm not sure. I I don't what know. The right anything. pick is there. Or, or we could also just go off the board and take a look here at the old DraftKings app. Yeah, what else do we got? Which tells us that at this moment of recording, Ball State is ahead of Kent State, 20 to 13. All right. Well, good for them. Yeah. Tuesday night football, for some reason. Why is that happening? Maction. Maction, yep. But that's what I associate with Wednesdays, which is when, um, yeah, there are more games tomorrow in the Mac, but... Uh, let's let's shift our focus here to Saturday. Do we want to let's, mm. let's clock our way back from the end of the week? Which oh, the last game of the week is Hawaii Fresno State, and we will not be uh, 
Oh, do we like Texas A and M three point favorites? Do we like Florida to cover that? A and M is what three point favorites against Florida? I like Florida to cover. That. I feel like Florida can cover that. I like Florida money line on that. I don't. I. I don't yeah. I. I. Uh, wow. Yeah. Um. You want to give you want Texas A and M is giving points. Apparently. That's fascinating. Yeah, minus three. That is. What it, how is that possible? I don't get it. Nebraska is a 16-point underdog to Minnesota, yet Florida is a three-point underdog to Texas A&M. Life is full of mysteries. I, I am baffled by all of this. There's also a UNC 7.5-point uh, yeah, favorite Virginia. at Virginia. That's mind-boggling. Yeah, let's jump on Florida. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do that right now. Just smash that. I mean, you're talking about two schools that are one and four in conference. Florida has the better record <laughs> overall. Yeah. Like, Florida has the best player on the field. Yeah. I feel comfortable saying that without knowing the full rosters of either team. Because I've at least been impressed by Anthony Richardson at yeah. various points. And I don't think that I can say that about anybody on Texas A&M. No. Not that me. I've seen them. I'm not going to pretend that like, I've watched them a ton. But like I don't even remember seeing any Texas A&M highlights this year where I was like, Ooh. Right. Right. Anthony Richardson can be uh, infuriating in a number of ways to watch. But he's an incredibly talented guy. So he has moments of like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm also just looking at this. Now and seeing Ohio State a 38 and a half point favorite at Northwestern, which, yeah, I mean, we're, we're not, mm. we, we have our, we have our picks uh, set here. We're going with Florida and Notre Dame and, um, oh, geez, I put Liberty in bold. That's not what we want. Arkansas <laughs> against Liberty. And uh, fortunately, that's not the app. And Mizzou, Arkansas, Mizzou, Notre Dame. And Florida. That is quite an array. But that's uh, that's where we're at. And uh, hopefully Keelan will get well soon and be able to join us again next week. And hopefully uh, we will get back to having an All Four of Us episode that happens approximately once a month. Uh, hopefully <laughs> it will happen again uh, this time coming up because this is fun. But it's always even more fun when we're all here. Uh, and I've had a great time. Tonight, and hopefully we will uh, come back and uh, have better tales of uh, of financial success and be able to tell Keelan that we've uh, reached her goal of, yeah. of cracking a hondo. And yeah, not, gotta, um, gotta get back on the horse. Yeah. yeah. So we, we will do that. Um, I don't have anything clever to say. There's probably music playing right now, though. <laughs> Production values secret hero of the show I'm not gonna say his name because I don't know if he wants to be named that's Britain Grace I'm Jesse you guys have anything else to say before we go no they're shaking their heads indicating nothing oh Brit said something alright see you next time thanks a lot bye